0: It
1: is, started. it is started hi welcome it started. welcome to vi's podcast this is the first episode i'm your host vi that bitch. um <laughs> that, bish, vi. I, uh, I, yes, that bitch, vi uh sh- uh shut the fuck up <laughs> um hi i'm vi i'm a vtuber and a retro gamer kind of not really anymore uh, and I play video games on Twitch sometimes not a lot and we're doing this weird podcast thing I guess uh, so next introduction is is gonna be Zoth Hey there I'm
0: I am Zoth person I don't do nothing. He's a bitch yes
1: <laughs> yes don't
0: don't go try follow following me on any socials because you will be disappointed.
1: The only thing he posts is porn.
0: I don't even post well, porn. I just retweet porn.
2: Well, if you like fanboy porn, you will not be disappointed.
0: Eh. I mean, I also barely use it, so
1: fuck off. And uh, <laughs> and we also have Soph. I'm only joined by two of my three co-hosts today. The other couldn't make it in today.
2: Lovely Lee. if you
1: want to intro yourself?
2: Hello. I am Sophia I am from Canada and I am a bit of a Transformers nerd Canadia
1: She's our token Canadian
0: (laughs) Yes The only Canadian in our group
1: Yes, just like Lee is our token Brit
2: Unless I can manage to move down to the States That is fair
1: Maybe one day Um, One day Anyway, uh, the first question you guys might have in your in your big dumb heads is uh why why the fuck would we even start a podcast? There's like a million different podcasts, and I don't know. What, how do we answer that question, guys? <laughs> it's just a thing to do. I mean, you tell me. This is your podcast. Well, I mean, okay. To be fair, there's not really that many like VTuber podcasts. Mm. The only one I'm familiar with is is Melody's podcast, but she mostly uses it to like talk with porn artists and stuff.
2: Hmm. Mm.
0: Yeah, the lewd cast.
1: Yeah, well, I, I thought that kind of, like, ended, but I saw a tweet where she was talking about doing another episode of lewd cast with the creator of Faku, so... I'm sure there was, like, a big hiatus kind of deal with it. Maybe. Well, because I remember it being, like, the the podcast between her, Silvervale, and Iron Mouse, but I guess now it's just, like, she solo hosts it or whatever, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then... I've got a lot of weird opinions, so I figured <laughs> I, I figured what a better way to state those opinions other than to start a podcast. Uh-huh.
2: Exactly.
1: I have a lot of strong opinions. I wouldn't say strong opinions, but they're just like, they're, they're opinions. They are opinions.
2: <laughs> they are indeed opinions. Ow! Yeah. And they shall be stated here on this podcast.
1: Yes, for the entire world to listen in to. Yeah. On
0: from. However, fucking just stream it into your brain like with liquid a liquid podcast.
1: A liquid podcast.
0: Yes. It, it, it's it's like the liquid album from Malacolips. Mel- <laughs> I don't know what that is. Aw, oh, it was really cool. <laughs> just like just like download music onto water somehow Um, it fucking works
1: yeah but we're a bunch of weirdos and we figured why not start a podcast and review things and and whatnot and this first episode is kind of just an introductory podcast it really does look like the pixel thing is talking
0: yeah is a little i'll move
1: it up and down yeah well i wasn't looking at it um i wasn't looking (laughs) i wasn't looking do it again (laughs) Anyway, um, I think the first thing we're going to do is a Pokemon Smasher Pass, and this is where it's just going to start. So it's going to be introductions, and now they're here. Now they're like, what What the fuck did we miss? And I'm going to be <laughs> honest with you, you did not miss anything. It wasn't any fun. We tried a thing, it didn't work. We we tried to do the Pokemon Smasher Pass, and we just kept saying pass over and over and over and over and over again.
0: Well, to be fair, fucking the first gen for Smasher Pass is so fucking boring, well, unless you're a fucking deviant. I,
1: I think the thing I liked about Markiplier's Smasher Pass is that he didn't explain. Yeah. But here we are, over-explaining why we, we would not bang each Pokemon. Uh, that's fair. So... Yeah, the next thing we have is Overwatch 2 review. Uh-huh. I uh, yes. <laughs> been playing a lot of Overwatch. We 2 have lately. been playing a lot of Overwatch 2. And I, yep. I I do enjoy it. It is a fun game. Mm-hmm. But I have some so issues have with gameplay. it. Some ish. Small ish.
0: Like Yeah.
1: It's not an unfun game by any means. It's not like the things I don't like about it are ruining the game. It's just things that I think Blizzard should... I mean, definitely maybe n- don't take our opinion because we're we're just three people. But I, I do think this is something that's been echoed throughout the community. Um, I think it was... It's fine as a free-to-play game. I think that's a good choice. Free-to-play games uh, typically... ...are a good thing. Like, Destiny 2 has been killing it since it went free-to-play. My issue is, is that each of us here spent $40 on Overwatch 1 when it was a $40 game. And now it's free-to-play, and the issue is, is that we didn't get anything for it.
0: Aside from just being able to play all the characters from the get-go
1: yeah aside from having access which even then we didn't really get access to because of the glitches and the DDoS attacks so it was we had to change our region to fucking Asia to even get access to the characters for like the first day and a half we couldn't even really play we'd get to play in like five minute intervals and then it would kick mm-hmm. us back to the queue. I think the first day I didn't play it at all because I just couldn't. And then we didn't even get the season pass for free, even though we spent $40 on it.
0: Yeah, that, that the fucking season pass fucking model they're going is killing me. It's like well, mm-hmm. the progression seems so fucking slow, and it's like you the rewards you get, the free rewards you get so little of. Everything else is locked behind the premium. To battle be fair, pass. that's just a battle pass system. Yeah, but I'm saying I don't like it. I well, hate it.
1: no, I don't. I don't really care for it much either. But I, I would. I would
0: have just preferred fucking loot boxes to come back.
1: Well, again, the issue is is that you can't have loot boxes in certain countries, and a free to play game with loot boxes in 2022 is more than likely gonna get sued. Is yeah, kind of why they didn't do it. I mean,
0: there's ways they could have gone around it. They could have just made it so that people can't buy loot boxes with real money. Yeah. Boom, you're, you, you've solved your gambling issue. People can't spend real money gambling for this shit so that it's a total non-issue. It's just a purely in-game reward system. Yeah. Can't use real money to get it. I think... That would have been perfect.
1: Well, I don't mind it as much as... I thought I would. Like, it's fine. I'm already 20 levels in, and the game's been out, like, for four days. So, it doesn't...
0: It's been a week, hasn't it?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, yes, but we've only really been able to play for, like, four days. Mm Mm-hmm. Because... Yeah,
2: and then I had some of the issues with, for whatever reason, was NVIDIA Broadcast, if it was running alongside the game, it would crash my PC.
1: Yeah. I think... What I'm getting at is, like, it's not as grindy as other battle passes, but I'm not super into the battle pass system. I think it's a uh, not great um, system. Um. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, I'd say, like, increase some of the XP and make a few more, like, a bit more of the rewards for free, and then it's actually okay.
0: Yeah, or just, like, make it so that, like players get like a little bit of currency for every match they win uh-huh like i don't know like 50 of the fucking overwatch legacy coins and then maybe like 10 of the new overwatch coins
1: well i don't think there is any way to get the legacy coins now there isn't there, there isn't. isn't um I what i would argue is maybe just like uh, like I agree that the ten coins per one game uh, is probably the better way to do it, but uh, yeah. uh, like, cause I- I- if you remember like, when we were like a... when we played Halo Infinite, the Battle Pass and that you couldn't progress unless you did the challenge because you didn't get XP from just playing. Yes. And then they waited until the game was dead to add in a uh, progression system based on playing the game. And and that game has like under a hundred concurrent players right now and it's kind of just yeah. on life support because it was like too little too late. And I don't wanna see that for Overwatch. I want the I want Overwatch to to continue to be a a, a game that people enjoy because I really enjoy it and I, I wanna continue streaming it.
0: There was that one thing they did recently as like a sort of like, hey, sorry for all the problems thing, where like you get like a free Reaper skin and like. Yes, a, but that doesn't start for line. two more weeks. That, it doesn't. No. Oh, I
1: think you can get it now. No, it's starting on the 25th.
0: No. Ah, gotcha. Yeah,
2: and then they'll also be running a few um, double match XP weekends too. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's right. Yeah. So you 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 can progress the battle pass a bit faster, which that's fine i i'm fine with that i would say say just like make it so it's possible to get those boosters in game
1: again i would just i i would just say make it make it so um people that that purchased overwatch one at least get the season one battle pass for free
0: yeah at least the premium that way they still have to go through the battle pass and play the game, but, like, they don't have to spend the extra oh, no, money no, no, no. to I don't, get access to everything. I, I
1: don't mean that, like, give them all of the rewards for free. I mean... <laughs> That'd be fucking something. I mean just give them access to the premium track for free because they've already spent $40 on your base fucking game that they no longer have access to. Uh-huh. You've essentially locked people out of the game that they've purchased for this new model that they didn't sign on for, and you kind of were like oh yes the way that you used to play you can't do anymore you have to do it our new way which i understand like a lot of people are saying like oh make it 6v6 again or give overwatch 1 players the access to play overwatch 1 again that doesn't make Fox any sense
0: 56.
1: Yeah, I think the 5v5 is way better. Uh, that is one yeah, it change. makes yeah.
0: games feel a lot faster it, and like, more fun.
1: Yes, the two-tank model in Overwatch 1 made games feel like they took forever.
0: Yeah, because it would, it would just be uh, Reinhardt and Arissa, double shields up, and it was fucking awful on Hanamura, too. Oh. Where, like, towards the end, just like, oh yeah, there's no fucking way you're ever going to break those defenses well, so it was, uh, as the attacker, it, unless you just fucking shower them with alts.
1: It wasn't even just Arissa and Reinhardt. It was Orissa Reinhardt, and Brigitte.
0: Yeah, Brigitte was, as a fucking off-tank was bullshit. She was way and overpowered.
2: Then, and then there was also like Sigma with his barrier that you could just yeah. like, shove right in front of their faces.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they did add a open queue thing, so you do have the possibility of having five tanks, five... DPS or five healers, but it's mm-hmm. a lot less likely that you'll get a weird comp like that, and that's kind of the reason that that mode exists, is so you could play a weird comp. But, um, I feel like 5v5 does the game justice. I feel like the balance rework they did for most of the champions are champions. also really good. Like, it's fucking lol. What, uh, heroes, they're called heroes, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, the, the balance rework for most of the heroes are really good. Um, Orisa's new kit, I kind of miss the old one, but I do think that she works better with the javelin than with a shield. I think the shield yeah. essentially just limits you to just standing in place.
0: Well, it, it makes it so uh, players of her need to be more aggressive uh-huh. instead of just turtling behind her shield every couple seconds.
1: Yeah, well, because I like the way that they're essentially making tanks is like, the, uh... Y- yes, your job is to mitigate, but your job is also to do large oh, yeah. amounts tanks of damage lot and lot then leave.
2: Damage.
1: It's not like DPS, where you're continuously in the battle. Tanks, because, like, uh, Soph got mad at me the other day for, like, leaving a fight, uh, but Hammond's whole thing is go in, do your drop, and leave. And I felt really bad, but I was essentially playing the character, how the character is meant to be played. It was just that the character didn't fit the comp, and that's why I, like, switched pretty instantly after that, but... That's how it will be sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I feel like a lot of players right now are still kind of in that transitionary phase, where they don't really know how to play the character's, like, balances... Uh, balance changes very well because I've noticed a lot of people are super unhappy with Sombra in one way or another. But in my time of playing new Sombra, I think her her role fits her just fine because she's a disrupt she's a disruptor. She's not supposed to really be high on the damage right now, and you can do a lot of damage with Sombra. Like I have hacked a Sigma and killed him in a single clip.
0: Oh yeah, she's a total tank buster.
1: Yeah, she can be, like if... Uh, but the issue is that is a lot of people don't realize that she is a disruptor, so even though you can input high amounts of... or you can output high amounts of damage, they don't end up doing that because they're not using her disruption tools. The way I tend to play Sombra is kind of disruption, and I feel like I'm going on a, uh, on a tangent when this is just like an <laughs> overall review. That's fine. It works. Um... But yeah, the the character changes work. The new characters are honestly, I think, the three most fun heroes to play, in my opinion, right now. Because Sojourn, I really like that she's just a better soldier.
0: I haven't had a chance to play her yet. Well,
1: so I I would say she's not a better soldier. She's just a better-kitted soldier. Mm. Because I don't like playing against soldier, and I don't like playing as soldier.
0: Well, he's very basic.
1: He is very basic, yeah. and his whole purpose is to get the Call of Duty kitties into playing Overwatch. But my my issue with him just is the fact that he gets an aimbot. And it's very unfun to play against or as, in my opinion. It's not like Sojourn, where her whole thing is like, now you can use your railgun, the fun part of the kit, a lot quicker. And in rapid succession... Soldier just fucking gets an aimbot and he doesn't have to aim because he his character model does it for you and that's what I don't like about Soldier never really have but he's he, yeah. he's like in my opinion one of the only heroes that has like remained untouched
0: yeah he's pretty much exactly the same as he was uh, uh-huh. pre Overwatch too um outside
2: of maybe some like number tweaking
0: yeah well he, he, he also changed exactly how his alt works uh he can get headshots now with his alt soldier so it's
1: yeah oh god so on. it incentivizes
0: yeah. him oh, to yeah. like kind of, actually kind of aim while he's
1: using but he it, still doesn't need just, to uh, i've seen no, a lot of play to. of the games where the soldier mm-hmm. just still like doesn't aim right, but I feel yeah. like people still don't realize that he can get headshots
0: now while ulting. Don't
1: tell people that, because then if you tell people that, <laughs> then it'll just become less fun to play against soldiers for
0: me. Team kill!
2: <laughs> He's... Especially when you combine it with certain ults. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like a nano boost. I think Winston or, uh, still character. is
1: untouched, on but one thing I didn't know if he had before Overwatch 2 is if you right click uh, he well, gets No, that it. one's new. Okay. Yeah,
2: that is actually new.
1: And then I think Tracer's untouched, and Genji's untouched, Hanzo's untouched.
0: Tracer got a bit of a damage nerf. Uh, okay. Like I think it's like a 15% damage nerf.
1: Uh, Ash is untouched, McCree no longer has his flashbang, it's a sticky bomb.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is a lot better, because fucking just getting cc to death was never fun. Reaper is
1: untouched. And I'm speaking solely in terms of kit. I don't know about the numbers thing. Uh-huh. I don't care about the numbers thing. No, I don't care about the numbers. The numbers, Mason. I think most of the healers are uh, are, are the same. Um I'm trying to think. I
2: think Mercy got one or two new things.
1: I don't think she because got like new the,
0: things.
2: Uh, like what well, she can heal or something.
1: Oh, that's I think right. A yeah.
2: Part of the kit that was added in the beta. Yeah. What do you mean, can, the like momentum
1: thing?
0: When she's doing her fly thing to you, she can kind of do like a a
1: launch. I think that's always thing. been a thing.
0: Well, she can, but she can also stop it. She can control it uh, more now than she could. It used oh. to be that you just hit the thing, you go straight to him, and you had no control when to stop.
1: Gotcha. So if... now
0: you can hit control to like kind of stop your ascent or whatever. Okay. And I I think you could also quick fall. Well, like I, well. I, I
1: don't play Mercy, so I don't care. Um um
0: to say Brigitte also had ha, had some work done. I don't she think she can really stun. Uh
1: like so yeah, she like her stun thing doesn't it seems like overall they tried to remove stunning.
0: Yeah, because yeah. yeah. ceasing it was begetting it, CC would rather was never fun.
1: Well, it, I think it's less about the whole crowd control thing. I think it was just it it interrupts the flow of the game. Mm. So I, I think most of the changes were to get rid of stuns. Yeah. Um,
0: like uh, there's very few abilities in the game that still stun you.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think the only one that actually like stuns you th- right now that I'm that I've had used against me a lot is Arisa's spear.
0: Yeah, her javelin.
1: Yeah. Because um, Arissa, instead of a shield, she now has a javelin, which when she presses shift, not shift, when she presses E, she spins it.
0: Yeah, which blocks damage and can also knock people back. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: it also does damage if you're in the person's face. Mm-hmm. Um, Her shift is the same, where she gains, like, the gold form and has a bunch more health and, and doesn't get, like status effects really applied to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now her right click is throwing of the javelin, which can pin somebody to a wall for a few seconds.
0: Uh, I don't think it's a pin. I think, like, if no, they, it does, they can you pin into a wall, it's Yeah, you. It, it can pin. It pins. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've, I guess I must never have gotten pinned in.
1: Uh, D.Va's exactly the same. Sigma's exactly the same. Winston well, I think... got the right click added. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, they added Junker Queen Sojourn and Kiriko, who, in my opinion, are the, the most fun characters right now.
2: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Uh, Kiriko, like, she's not great at healing and she's not great at damage, so realistically she's not great, but she's fun. Because she plays, like, Genji mixed with, um, uh, Moira, almost.
2: At least healing-wise, it's like, she's got okay healing, but then when you throw in, like, the protection suzu, that's where it actually starts to become, she's actually got decent utility combined with her ult, the Kitsune rush, which is actually just really good utility. Mm -hmm. Since the the suzu will actually cleanse any and all negative effects for anybody it hits, for any allies it hits. Mm -hmm. Which makes it actually a complete direct counter to junker queen's entire kit and her alt
1: yeah um yeah i think just overall the game is a ton of fun it needs some work to make it uh actually continue being one of my mainstaying uh games that i play but overall i think it's it's if blizzard listens to the community unlike what fucking the halo devs did It'll be in a good spot. Cause yeah. Halo kind of faked that like listening to the uh, fans thing, like, and then they just ended up not, not doing that. Um, and I think the thing that kind of killed over uh, Halo for at least a lot of minorities is the whole like bonobo thing. Oh yeah, they had a little. <laughs> That little fucking hiccup. Which I kinda that... I kinda wish we were doing the podcast like earlier so we could have talked about that, because that was a fucking train wreck.
0: Yep. Um <laughs> I feel like that wasn't intentional, but it definitely wasn't like a good thing.
1: Yeah. Um yeah. Oh, uh I think that's kind of where my review of Overwatch ends is just it needs some work and Blizzard should keep listening to the community. Mm-hmm. But it's a fun but it's, it's a fun game. I give it like a seven.
0: Yeah, it is a shavin A seven. Which to
1: be fair, a seven for me in terms of gaming is a pretty good rating. Yeah.
0: So, so many games nowadays are just mediocre.
1: Yeah, and I wish that's something IGN would learn is like you can give a game a seven and and still
0: recommend people and play still it.
1: yeah, because the thing is now that you rated all these games a nine and a ten, if you rate a game a seven, they're like, whoa, IGN doesn't like this game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like normalize giving less stellar reviews mm-hmm. because not every game is a nine point five or a ten. Mm-hmm. Um, that that kind of segues
0: nicely into our next topic.
1: Oh, uh, our review of the twenty twenty two Hellraiser. Yeah, I ag- which uh, I also gave a seven. Amazing. Yeah, it was that. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't great. But it wasn't terrible, either. I gave it a 7 question mark. <laughs> because I, I, I'm I, unsure how I feel about this movie. Uh-huh. I... Yeah. Because it it could be a 7, or it could be a 3.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: That's a, that's a very large disparity. It's a very... My, my brain struggles to wrap its head around what I think about Hellraiser. Mm. uh from like okay, let, let's kinda just break down what
0: what we think of the movie then. Okay,
1: uh I'll go first. Um I think the main character is insufferable. Mm. I think that's the point. Yeah. yeah. Uh I like what's the what's the actress's name for, for the new pinhead? I no oh, idea. I um let me look it up. Um mm. I really like the new pinhead. I thought her performance was very amazing. Jamie Clayton. I think Jamie Clayton was ah, fantastic. It was a Jamie. Clayton? Um, a lot of people are saying they didn't like her, and I've even seen a lot of people get really, really transphobic when talking about the new Pinhead. Um, uh, one review I saw was like, oh, I thought this movie was weird and confusing. I wasn't super into it. Um, and then... The comment below it was, "Yeah, did you know this new pinhead actor is also played by a man?" Um. So yeah, it's a lot of like transphobia and a lot of, uh, uh, and a lot of people uh, harshly comparing the new pinhead actress to Doug Bradley. Dude to Bradley. Mm-hmm and i think a lot of people need to just chill
2: yeah cuz it's like th- this new movie it's the only thing that carry that connects it with the the old stuff is essentially just like the branding and it's, like, the general design of some of the characters, and that's about it.
1: Um, I really...
2: And the Lament configurations,
1: really. yeah. but that's about well, it. Well, it, it wasn't, like, uh, the Lament configurations, it was, like, oh, right. just the seven that configurations. The configurations right? Yeah. Um, and one of them was the Lament. Yeah, the Lament is the one that we know from the base Hellraiser series, like, of movies. Mm-hmm. It's the classic ones. The yeah. Tomb. Uh, I had a lot of high expectations for this movie when I heard Clive Barker was a, a lot more hands-on. And I, I feel like that Clive Barker is probably why a lot of this movie is okay and why there's the the moments that are okay. But it's also, it's also a slow burn kind of movie. And yeah. a lot of people are using slow burn for a lot of movies and shows these days but i think in my opinion uh the slow burn of hellraiser uh 2022 is just boring mm. i don't like riley uh I-, I do like how the character was portrayed as unlikable like odessa Azeon plays her really well mm-hmm. uh and it- it is a very good performer Uh, And does the performance very well. I just did not care much for the character. And again, I think that's the point. I think the point is that this character is unlikable and gets the people around her into danger. Because even the supporting uh, characters don't seem to like her.
2: Mm. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Um in terms of horror movies in 2022, not my favorite. I will say the effects of the movie were very
2: nice. Oh, I think a lot of them yeah. were
1: practical as well. Mhm, which is yeah, very cool. A lot of them um were practical. It's it's got a to the
2: point where so, I think some of us actually did have to look away cause it
1: was... Oh, yeah. yeah, a lot of the practical effects I did have to look away, they were very good. Uh mm-hmm. they were realistic. Yeah, mm-hmm. like
2: a little too real. Like, they
1: were too real, yeah. Not
2: in like, not not, not not like in a bad sense. Just like it made us, us squeamish. It
1: it did. It made me very because one thing about me is I love horror movies, but I hate, absolutely hate, uh, gore and blood. It makes me so nauseous and so squeamish that a lot of this movie, I think, I was just kind of like looking at my second monitor, watching it through my periphery. Um, the makeup is very good. That was very loud. <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> Thank the podcast does not hear that. Um, I said I, I didn't hear it. Okay. Anything. Well, you have it muted, I'm pretty sure. Um, uh, yeah. So, yeah, a lot of the effects are really good. A lot of the makeup on the Cenobites is really good. Like, because that's a screen grab of, uh,. Jamie Clayton, yeah, yeah, as Pinhead, of Pinhead, and the makeup from Pinhead, and it is really good. Like, I do miss the black amazing. clothes. I do as yeah, well, but, I, kind of I well. like, I do as well, that's an iconic look, but I do like that the Cenobites aren't so much, like, leather fetishists. I think the whole, like, leather fetishy thing was a bit, like, because it was taboo in the 80s and 90s but now it's just kind of normal like kinky stuff has leather and and the point of the Cenobites is taboo so i think seeing a lot more of their wounds does this movie like justice the chat
2: plus it's it's also being done by like a new director and it's going through it for a slightly new visual direction
1: yeah. The the box in this movie looked so good. Mhm. And the it Really did. If for, solely from a visual standpoint, this movie is amazing. Mhm. The plot is just where it's very weak. Yeah. Um yeah. Cuz again, the set look amazing. The chatterer is so creepy. Um the asf- the Ow. Uh, we, we didn't know what to call her during the movie, but the asphyx was so good. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah, because, like, they're getting asphyxiated the whole time. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: And that was... And then, like, when it starts to die, it, like, o- like opens its mouth so it can breathe. Mm-hmm. Was so cool and creepy. Um i think we were debating on if it was called like the gasper but i think the gasper is something else i think
0: that was the one lady with like the the one who like took um what's her name nora no no that was aspects fucking... as well
1: yeah i'm thinking of i think the gasp African... was the one with the hood yeah that's the one i'm thinking of um
0: that fucker was creepy yeah like his face removed but still like a part of him
1: oh yeah he was the mask the mask makes sense yeah but uh yeah so it was it was also cast very well I think the casting in this movie was fantastic again the plot is just where it falls short and I think that kind of has to do with uh Clive Barker's involvement.
2: Yeah, because Clive Barker... He actually directed the original 87 movie. Uh-huh. So it's like... He, he wrote his own little novella... And then he just directed the movie. So it can just be a direct adaptation. But then here, I'm... I'm actually not sure how much involvement he had here, though.
1: Yeah, I don't know how much involvement he had. I know he had some... And I know because they were like, oh yes, he's got involvement, that somebody was like, oh, it's going to be a direct adaptation. (laughs) Um,
2: Where, realistically, um, the original Hellraiser is a direct adaptation of the Hellbound Heart, with one or two caveats. Tall Tale Heart? The the Hellbound Heart. Tall Tale Fart.
1: (laughs) Shut up, Zoth. God damn it. (laughs) Um... (laughs) so okay the synopsis of the storyline is a take on Clive Barker's 1987 horror classic where a young woman struggling with addiction comes into possession of an ancient puzzle box unaware that its purpose is to summon the Cenobites a group of sadistic supernatural beings from another dimension
0: dimension
1: um, the dialogue was also very weak in my opinion. Yeah.
0: It was very, just, you know, run-of-the-mill horror dialogue. Things like, Oh, this is a thing, we shouldn't do this, doesn't anyways? Oh, why did we do that? Well, we guess we have to do it again.
1: There was one part where I really sighed, and it was the, like, twist. Where the love interest was working with one of the antagonists. Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, like, I, I, I wanted to keep this a little spoiler-free, but I, I don't give a shit, like... <laughs> I know it's only been out for five days, but... Uh, like, um...
0: Okay, look, go, go to this time if you don't want spoilers.
1: I'm not doing all that. This is an audio-only oh, okay. podcast. Alright, fair enough. I mean, it is gonna have a YouTube release, and that's why I've got, like, the whole, like, visual thing... Mm -hmm. but for the like the patreon version is going to be audio only and that's going to be uncut like patrons will get access to the fucking pokemon smash or pass but
0: (laughs) which you know if you want to hear us say smash or pass well i I think fucking like 15 minutes
1: (laughs) I, i think patrons get access to it as well as the cut version Uh If they'd rather, like, be like, oh, this got cut out for a reason. But I'm sure some people are gonna be into, like, getting the whole experience. Yeah. Um, it was two hours long, almost on the dot. Mm Mm-hmm. And I felt almost as if it was too long. (laughs) Yeah, maybe just slightly. Most horror movies are, like, 90 minutes. And the addition of the extra 30 minutes did not do it justice. It just meant that there was more time we didn't get to see the Cenobites. Yeah. And we don't see them a lot in the original movie in 1987. But, uh, in this, there's not even really an antagonist that we're seeing throughout the movie. We're just seeing the main character try to figure out what's going on with the box. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. I suppose the, like, the mansion owner guy is technically the antagonist since he's set up this whole thing from the start.
1: Well, well yeah, he set it up from the start, but he's like, we assume that he's dead. Well, yeah. And the twist, until about halfway through the movie. And the twist is that he's alive. And the twist mm-hmm. is, is that he's been, like, orchestrating this from the get-go. And I don't think that's a good twist. I think it's a predictable twist. So, in my opinion, I, I don't like the twist. Right. I think it's too predictable, and I think it just shouldn't have been in the movie. I think this movie loses nothing if Voight wasn't in it. Voight. I also Which just... I kept hearing as Vought, and was like,
0: fucking the boys?
1: Yeah, I kept hearing Vought, too. I think like one of the characters kept saying Vought. Yeah, weird. But it's supposed to be Voight. Like, it's Mr. Voight.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, and I didn't like his character because his whole thing is that he got a gift from Pinhead and was like, no, I don't want it.
0: Well, like, I kind of like that bit, actually, because he had this expectation of, like, what what he wanted, but, like, Cenobites, they don't differentiate between pain and pleasure, so, like, It turns out he got more than he bargained for
1: Right no I like that as well Because that's like the kind of like Thing with the Hellraiser series Is that these characters usually get more than they bargained for But um My my issue with With that is I feel like With Riley's character progression She shouldn't have had like the ending where She just walks away And is like nope nope I'm not taking no gift from y'all Mm. I feel like if, by removing Voight, it would have had a better ending, where, like, the, the character essentially has to suffer the consequences of their actions. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, you made this coffin when you sacrificed your brother, now you lay in it. The brother. Because that's ultimately what happens for, like, the first 75% of this movie, is that this this addict, this like, uh, um, this junkie essentially like finds the box and then she doesn't open it because, oh, from dumb luck, she moved her hand away from the blade, but then her brother accidentally oh, think, like, stabs it, himself with it.
0: Yeah. I think it was like a thing where like it popped open, but her hand wasn't in the right spot No, it. For it. it
1: was, she moved it out of the way cuz she opened it slower than the first guy did, remember? Hmm, I guess. So then because she um she like just cuz I think she heard it click and she like flinched and that's why her hand wasn't in the right position. Hmm.
2: I thought it wasn't in the right position. Yeah, that's why I thought I from the I don't remember. That's I just
1: remember I it being I just remember it being really stupid like her cuz I remember them doing this thing where you, like, you think her hand's in the right position, and then she moves it. Hmm. So I think it was, like, I think it was originally in the right position, but then she moves it. Gotcha. But, like, and then it's in the wrong position, and then she flinches because, like, then this blade pops out. And then her brother, like, picks up the cube and stabs his hand with it
0: yeah which is really fucking dumb.
1: I mean like I, it, it it wasn't the the best, but I don't think it was necessarily dumb. i I feel like he picked up the box. Obviously he didn't see the blade so then he he stabs himself with the blade. but w- what I'm getting at is the entire plot of this movie if, at least for the first seventy five percent of the movie is that Riley essentially is, like, so curious about the box that she's inadvertently sacrificing her friends to the Cenobites. Mm-hmm. To the box. Because when the the when the when box stabs you, you are claimed by it.
0: Yeah, like, you're marked for the uh, Cenobites to come and take.
1: Yeah. And then... Um... Her her friends get marked, and then she gets stabbed, but because she's already seen the Cenobites and the Cenobites knows that she's got something she desires, the Cenobites are like If you it's either you or your friends. You're either gonna sacrifice two more or we're taking you. Mm-hmm.
2: If not you, then bring us another.
1: Yeah. Um, because she's already, like... She she has this, uh, scene where she pleads with the Cenobites. And then, because she's got this desire, it feels like she's starting to become twisted by it. Like, how the, the box essentially just does natively to anybody who picks it up. Mm-hmm. At least in the original series, that's what it does. Um. So then... She's having this chase scene... And you think she's going to stab the, uh, the guy that, like, is the quote-unquote love interest. And then she stabs the chatterer instead, because they have this, like... In my opinion, this dumb thing where now they've invaded Earth, and they're less of a ominous presence looming over, and they just go straight-up horror villain.
0: Yeah, it was a little strange how, like, they chose to go to the physical reality. Rather than just stay in their own like hell dimension.
1: Well, yes, I feel like it would have been I feel like they should have just stayed the course and Riley eventually would have stabbed her two friends. I felt like that's the what the movie was building up, and then probably some corporate thing was like like some corporate like producer was like, No, what if we make her the good guy? Hmm. Cause it feels like they really, really ramp it up, like almost roller coaster style, to have this huge fucking drop where she is so enthralled by the box and what uh, Pinhead is offering her that she would sacrifice her friends. Right. And then it's just like taken away last minute to make Voight the antagonist.
0: So yeah, I would like to if she just kind of went full tilt and just. Are like, yeah, I'm gonna sacrifice you, sacrifice you. I'll get my brother back.
1: Yeah, well, because she was like hell bent on getting the. Um, her brother back, and then. Yeah. She just won 80s and is like, no, I understand. I have to deal with the consequences of my actions. Actions. But my issue is, is that I feel like, had. Um. Fuck! What was I? My my train of thought trailed <laughs> off. Um, what was I saying? What did I say? Something
0: about uh, fucking Riley, um,
1: like going all like, "Oh no, I I know I can't kill my brother." Oh, oh no, no no no. Okay, I, I I yeah I remember what I was saying. I was essentially reiterating my point earlier. Um, the the consequences of her actions felt like. They should have been the Cenobites. Were the consequences of her actions, not, oh, I gotta go live now.
0: I have to go deal with the guilt.
1: Yeah, I have to deal with the. I have to deal with the guilt while all of my friends and family are Cenobites now. Yeah. Or just dead. Well, no, because if you die to the Cenobites, they turn you into another Cenobite. That's the. That's the deal.
0: The old deal, but I think a way it implied it in this movie rather was that like you only become a Cenobite if you choose the one option
1: like power mm, no 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 the power thing didn't turn him into a ce- like um it, it did turn him into a Cenobite and I think they're setting him up to be like the doctor from the second movie mm-hmm. but I don't think choosing power is the only thing that turns you into a Cenobite I think right. I think they just didn't get to uh explore the whole like becoming of a Cenobite after they kill you thing. Hmm, maybe. So I think we might see that in the sequel if it ever happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I I really wanted to like this movie. I went in just like I I like this movie. And then I didn't like the movie. <laughs> Yeah. Like I did, but I didn't, you know. Right, right.
2: Yeah, I had seen one review which is like, oh yeah, it's a pretty decent movie, like like say a seven or seven point five, and then it's just kind of, eh, I mean it's okay. It's a decent watch, but not like good or well great.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good, not great. Like, uh, on the scale of if you should watch it, I would give it a watch to make your own opinion, but don't go in with the thought that you're going to really like it like I did, because I really, really liked the first Hellraiser movie, the 1987 one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But it just didn't live up to what I, I liked about the first Hellraiser
0: yeah.
1: Like Hellraiser and Hellbound Hellraiser 2 were really good
0: uh, I, I wouldn't know I've never seen them this is, this is seen... the 2022 Hellraiser was my first exposure to like the actual media.
2: My my first I've only seen the first Hellraiser, the 87 one. I haven't seen any of the others outside of the the new 2022
1: one. Well, so hmm. Hellraiser 2 is essentially a direct sequel to Hellraiser 1. Um
2: Uh-huh.
1: So Kirsty like uh so now we're going on a tangent. I'll I'll explain it after the podcast or we could watch it after the podcast. <laughs> I mean, if
2: if
0: you want. I mean, it makes for content.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, how about this? We'll watch some of the Hellraiser movies, and then we can, like, do kind of, like, a follow-up review. Sure. We can do that. We'll watch the the first three, because the third one is, like, where it starts to really, really get bad. (laughs) And then Hellraiser in space. Oh, yeah, Hellraiser 4 is how No, we should watch the first four. Let's watch the first four. That'll be, like, our, our quote-unquote podcast homework. Mm. And then we'll do, like, a follow-up review and be like, okay, so Hellraiser 2022 is better than these ones, but worse than these ones. Um, I think we're probably going to end up, like, having extra time after we yeah. we get through all of our segments so um uh we could I, I could have some other segments really written up really quick it's not that difficult they would mostly just end up being more reviews i think Hmm. um before we get into the the twitch con thing oh uh, yeah cuz you want to talk about that <laughs> stuff too I do want to talk about TwitchCon, and I'll have to look up all of the TwitchCon mishaps. But before we do that, I want to rewatch the Mario trailer, and we can give our opinions on on the (laughs) Mario trailer. (laughs) Like Mario. Well, so we can give our live, uh, our our live thing. If anybody wants to like watch the trailer along with the the podcast, I'll I'll let you guys know when we're starting. Mm. but uh yeah we'll give like our live kind of secondary reactions to the trailer and then we can discuss discuss like b- before we even watch it i i think mario sounds like linda fletcher linda fletcher from bob's oh, yeah. burgers
0: yeah yeah oh, yeah i've seen that comparison
1: There's a, there's a meme where it's just, uh, they pitched it up slightly. So it's just Linda Fletcher. Okay. So, uh, the trailer is going to be starting in three, two, one. If you're watching along, we're watching the illumination trailer. Uh, we're gonna be starting it right now. Lava. The gra- I mean the one thing I will say like like just from the get go is that the um, the graphics are good. They're yeah, really the good. the
2: visuals. The visuals are amazing.
1: Shut up.
0: Yeah, I will say um, fucking. All Illumination movies look really good, even yeah. though I yeah. hate the movies themselves. Oh, yeah. I like the name for this little uh, Magic Koopa, Or the post oh. for this little Koopa. Yeah,
1: comic sounds good. Kamek. Yeah. I think his name is Kamek. Kamikoo. Jack Black as Bowser was unsurprisingly good. It it's was... N-
0: unsurprisingly good? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, were you expecting it to be good? Yes.
1: Oh, okay. It's Jack Black.
2: I mean, yeah, it is Jack Black. He does put in a lot of effort. The the
1: Penguin, Queen, the Penguin King reminds me of Pablo from the Backyardigans. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah,
2: everybody's been doing the, the meme. Oh, look at the glow up.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no. Like... I don't know. I just think Jack Black as is, is Bowser is so good.
2: It just works.
1: I think Bowser is going to have to essentially be the main, like, most of the movie, in my opinion, for it it's for to it's be to any be good. good. Like, Chris Pratt as Mario is just the worst thing ever. Yeah. And it's,
2: it's like... solely just because it's like... It's his, his voice is kind of meh.
1: Yeah.
0: it really just makes me upset that they didn't just get Charles Martinet to come back and fucking Keegan Michael Key Toad. I, it doesn't sound like Keegan Michael Key at all.
1: No, he he sounds like Toad. I but, guess I guess that's like... the point. Like, but like, Tone is supposed to be almost incomprehensible. But, like, li- like I'm, I'm gonna go back a few seconds. Listen to when he says, Mushroom Kingdom, here I come. He sounds like Linda. Uh-huh. Listen. Yeah,
0: really does.
1: <laughs> he just sounds like Linda Fletcher. And I don't think Charlie Day as Luigi is gonna be any better. Or,
0: uh, Anya Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach. But I guess we'll see. We'll see another trailer.
1: I think I I think we're going to see this movie cuz uh, again, I've got the Alamo season pass. Mhm. Uh, which we need to use more. Yeah.
0: Uh, so has, has it expired.
1: Oh, I I renewed it. It's only like 20 bucks. Oh, okay. Uh, we have the season pass to uh, the cinema. I mean, it's nationwide, but it's a a cinema chain here in in Texas called um, Alamo Draft House. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, it's in like New York and shit too. So it's like me saying that isn't gonna like dox me at all. Um, they have them pretty much like across the nation, just in in Oof. larger cities. Yeah, I mean, it's not like we live right next to the fucking place either. Well, no. But, yeah, so I, 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 like, we need to watch more movies, because then we could give them, like, ratings. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but, yeah, so I feel like, uh, I feel like the movie's gonna be just okay.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be like the Pokemon movie.
1: The Detective Pikachu? Yeah,
0: yeah that's what I meant.
2: Uh, yeah. Feel
1: so
0: like be yeah, okay. there, there are
2: Several Pokemon movies. and you say, Okay,
0: fair one. enough. The one done by Illumination.
1: I I like. Detected... No, it wasn't done by I Illumination. It was done by Illumination. No, was it? Wasn't it? it was live action.
0: Yeah. Well, I know, but that but it also had CG in it.
1: Yeah, but it wasn't Illumination. Mm, Illumination's gotcha. an animation studio. Yeah. Okay. No. Um. But, like, yeah, I think it's going to be essentially another Detective Pikachu where it's just all right, but Ryan Reynolds isn't Pikachu. Hmm. And, and Chris Pratt just isn't Mario.
0: Yeah, they should have just got Charles Martinet.
1: They really should have. And and Tara Strong, um, I, I guess that's another thing we'll talk about. Uh, Tara Strong made tweets talking about how it didn't, uh, how voice act. let me pull up the tweets, hang on. Kara Strong.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. Because uh, Charles Martinet is actually getting some sort of a voice role in Super Mario Bros. But it's like, apparently, they just want the big name Hollywood actor. Yeah. You know, instead of like the guy who's been voicing him for. How many years is he? How many decades has he been voicing Mario at this point?
0: Since Mario Super Mario sixty four, so fucking twenty seven years.
1: Yeah.
2: Damn. Um, It's like, it's not like he's like new here. You know, all you really need to do is just give him a little more direction on, or you know, a leeway and sort of say, yeah. I mean, it's it's not even that he's not go like just just you know mold your Mario voice mm-hmm. to a, to something that would actually fit the setting. So, and I'm pretty sure he can actually do that because, yeah. you know, he's a professional voice actor.
0: Yeah, and even before that, he did traditional acting. Like, he was in yeah. theater. So, so He did a few films and movies okay. and TV shows. Yeah.
1: Hang on. So, mm-hmm. Tara Strong made a tweet saying, it should be Charles. And the internet went fucking nuts. You have some people saying I don't think Martin Martinet would be good for a movie um, some people are saying it's disastrous uh, to want to have to listen to Charles Martinet for 90 minutes um, you have others that are like yeah voice actors get shafted in um, In Hollywood movies, mm-hmm. you have some people saying, "Like, does his voice sell tickets?" Um.
2: Yeah, because that's kind of how Hollywood sort of looks at it. It's like you need the big names yeah. in order to get the butts in the seats. hmm
1: Yeah, and then so you
2: mean it's like you already have your sorry, but you already have your big name actor, and his name is Jack Black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and
0: you could have still had Charlie Day as fucking Luigi if you really wanted. Because Charles Martinet also voices Luigi. Yeah. yeah. And Wario.
1: Um, but yeah, so uh, you have basically three different takes. And, and to ad- uh, kind of address those... I would say, you don't need a big-name actor to sell a fucking Mario movie. People are gonna go watch a Mario movie regardless. It's fucking Mario. Mm -hmm. Just like you don't need fucking Ben Schwartz to play Sonic. Granted, Ben Schwartz is a good Sonic. People would just go see it because, ooh, Sonic! Yeah. Yeah. Like... The whole, like, um, the whole voice power thing doesn't, like, the whole, like, ticket selling thing doesn't really work as an argument, in my opinion. Like, maybe some people really care about that, um, but... Sorry. Yeah, because
2: there's actually actually a good example of this, Mm -hmm. where it's, like, the voice power and the star power doesn't exactly, um, sell the tickets. It's more so just the brand, and it's actually the Michael Bay Transformers movies... Interestingly enough, because there aren't really any big-name actors that were in it at the time from, like, 2007. None of the people in there outside of, uh, I forget his name. Shia LaBeouf? No, not not even Shia LaBeouf. He wasn't even really that big of a name. Are you talking about, like, the, the military dude? Yeah, Agent Simmons, Sector 7... I forget the uh-huh. actor's name. Well, I, I think they had a like lot the of... the biggest name. They had a lot of b Outside of Hugo Weaving, actually.
1: Yeah. Mm. They had a lot of, like... But it's, like... Sorry.
2: <clears throat> yeah, but it's, like, they didn't really have many big-name actors outside of those two. Mm-hmm. And they did actually bring back one of the voice actors for the original characters. Like, the actual Transformers themselves, which was Optimus Prime. Because, well, according to Michael Bay nobody else outside of oh well, oh my god i can't believe i'm blanking on his name outside of the original voice actor could actually voice Optimus Prime from like the original 80s cartoon mm-hmm.
1: Roger Craig Smith
2: no no that's a different i i don't think we no. need to linger
1: on but Fair. yeah but it's like
2: point being it's like you have an example of Leo Using the original voice actor there, you can kind of do the same thing here.
1: Yeah. No, I, I, I definitely agree. Like, um... If anything, it's proven that sticking with the, uh... Unique... Uh, not unique, but the original voice... Does do good things, because the original voice will, um... Um... The original voice... ...does have that kind of, like, recognition, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know when my Fugi changed to, like, the... ...my profile picture there for a second. That was strange. (laughs) Um... But, yeah, I... ...I would argue that, um... ...the whole, like, ticket power thing doesn't work. Um... ...the other... ...the other point being, like, oh, Charles Martinet... ...can't even really do his Mario voice for... ...for sentences... Um, I think there have been clips where he does, Yeah. Yeah. and (laughs) the funny thing is, is that the comment that was like, oh, there's a lot of like, uh, cuts for him to catch his breath. It's like, um, yes, they're not doing the fucking audio live. He will do a, he will, he will read his sentence as Mario. And he essentially mm. does that for, I believe, every scene. It could be different. It could be you vo- you do a different take for every different line. Mm. I- I'm not too sure. I do want to get into voice acting at some point. And uh, hopefully I will learn more about the voice acting realm. But, uh... But, yeah, he did, um do like a video where somebody was in a a little mario suit for mario odyssey and he did like uh like lines and everything yeah um but like the funny the the funny thing is is that like uh the person posting this their name on twitter literally is about like a steven universe alternate universe (laughs) Uh...
0: A head yeah. So yeah,
1: they're like a head canoner So they're like, well, uh, uh, Chris Pratt isn't my head cannon, but uh, no, no, nobody else, uh, like Charles Martinet, not my head cannon. In Mario voice, mm. and so that then they come up yeah. with like weird reasonings as to how it can't work, you know?
2: Yeah, even though it's like Charles Martinet also does more voice acting than just Mario. Yeah, like he, he apparently did like Parthenax in. Fucking yeah. Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's done so, so many like, fucking.
0: He has so yeah. much range.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I feel. Yeah, that's kind of like what voice actors do. You know, he can modify the voice. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. He's got the talent for it. Well,
1: it, it's like if, uh, uh, um, you know, in anime, it's like, oh shit, fucking Matt Mercer voices this character. But not every mm-hmm. Matt Mercer character sounds the same. It's just. Mm -hmm. the way he, like, inflects and everything is, um, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. you can can distinct his voice acting work. But it doesn't all sound the same. So, uh, obviously, like, people who really know Charles Martinet's voice, because I'm sure there's people who aren't huge Matt Mercer fans like we are. (laughs) Specifically (laughs) me, I think. Yeah. Who would be, like, you know, some people would be like, oh, uh, who's this voice actor? I've heard kind of similar voices and things, but then you'd have other people who are like, oh, shit, I've literally would not be able to tell even though I've heard this guy's voice, like, a million times.
2: Yeah, because I've actually had that a couple times, and I think one of them was actually, uh, what was it? Patrick something. Patrick Seitz? Yes, Patrick Seitz. Because it's like, I'm so used to hearing him with that really deep voice that when I heard his voice in uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses, I didn't even recognize him. Uh And I'm so used to hearing him through, like, it was like, uh, Dio in the English dub for JoJo. Because that's the type of voice I typically associate with him. Uh Uh-huh. But then, you know, I don't even recognize his voice work in Three Houses. (laughs)
1: Right. Uh, like uh, again, it's it's one of those things like, oh shit! Well, Mario's like Charles Martinez Mario would get so annoying so quick. But a, it's the it's what's iconic, and B, he's a professional voice actor. He has range.
2: Mhm.
1: Um. But yeah, that's my take on 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 the Mario movie right now. I think it's um. It's going to be interesting
0: yeah it's gonna be a I, i'll definitely watch it uh-huh just to see how bad it is right it's going to be i don't
1: know if we should necessarily yeah. go to like alamo to see it because they might do one of the kid-friendly showings mm-hmm. um i want to see if i can find the the twitter thread where somebody like somebody put all of like the TwitchCon fails together
0: Mm
2: hmm. Uh, let me see. I think. Did I like one of those threads? I might have.
1: Um, I know a lot of trans uh, streamers got misgendered by staff.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, and uh, the whole whole thing with like people with disabilities being like not accommodated yeah Yeah. oh not
1: not even not accommodated yeah they were literally like physically fucking harassed by Hmm. staff um there was that streamer who broke her back yeah her broke her back in
0: two places because the ball pit there or foam pit was just not made properly yeah
2: yeah, and then she actually had a bit of an update on that today. Yeah. Oh, oh I actually kind of. I actually forgot to save the tweet. Um. Hmm.
1: Um. Broke. Uh, it broke somebody's back. Um it broke
0: her back in two places.
1: I know there was a streamer that was asked to relocate because their their fans were literally blocking up everything and making it so people couldn't fucking move and we're literally like mm-hmm. yeah
2: ah here it is I found the the tweet from the chick who broke her back uh, Adriana Chechik mm-hmm. if I'm saying that correctly it was after she had um gone through surgery yesterday from when recording this hmm um says here that she had more fusions than expected, bones completely crushed and nerve damage to her bladder.
1: Oh, dear. oh my god.
2: Yeah, Hope- so that's... she she's hoping that she'll be able to pee again in the near future.
1: Oh my god.
0: It, yeah. If not, then she'll have to have a permanent catheter uh put uh-huh. in her. Yeah, like shit like that. It's like Oh, she's, like, fucked for life.
1: Um.
2: Yeah. Yeah. She, normally, these, these pits are supposed to be, like, several feet, several feet deep. Mm-hmm. And with, with like, a foam like, pad
0: certain... underneath, too.
2: Yeah, with, like, a, a little trampoline bit. And then underneath the trampoline, you actually have more foam padding.
0: Mm-hmm. But apparently it was just foam and then a thin pad and then just fucking concrete.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Um... I know there because
0: uh, you'll see people later you could see people standing in the pit like they're standing on the floor and the foam only goes up to like just below their knees. Yeah. That's not nearly enough. I saw a meme
1: yeah, That's not safe. I saw a meme where it was like Twitch only filling up the foam pit 30% of the way <laughs> because partners asked for a 70/30 split. Yeah. Um let me see if I can just find like the TwitchCon fails. Um A security guard described TwitchCon attendees as verbally abusive. Um, a security guard who worked at the most recent TwitchCon shares disturbing allegations about attendees' behavior. Uh, Twitch's latest TwitchCon made it the news lo- quite a lot recently, but not all of it was positive. I don't think most of it was positive.
0: No, I don't think so either. <laughs>
1: Um. But y- yeah. So. Um. I guess just go to live stream fails. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's also a couple threads on Twitter you
2: could find.
1: I, I tried to look for that. Oh, yeah. I couldn't find it.
2: Oh, interesting. I found one. Um, I think it is the one because it's got like eight, almost 86,000 likes. Uh, do
1: you want to send it to me?
2: Uh, sure.
1: Okay. Uh, okay. There you go. There we go. That's the exact thing I was looking for.
0: Mm. <laughs> nice. You're welcome.
1: Um. So uh, Ender Solis, um, posted a thread of... Uh... Oh,
2: hold on, hold on, hold on. Your audio cut.
0: Nope, still cut. Hello? Yeah.
1: There you go. Oh, there, there we you go. go. Okay. Uh, so, Ender Solis posted a thread of everything that went wrong at TwitchCon that I've seen off my timeline because some people think it's exaggeration. Um, a few of the things have been deleted. Uh, one was posted by a, uh, cre- uh, a t- Twitter account that doesn't exist. And the other was deleted by the the tweet author i'm assuming it was either fake or yeah um uh twitchcon was banning uh bags at their after party
0: mhm people's drinks were getting spiked
1: mhm Uh, FYI, if you're coming to the party and haven't made it yet, don't bother bringing a bag. They're turning away all bags bigger than, like, a fanny pack. And if you have food or drink, they're going to make you throw it out. Lord. Which is understandable. Most party venues don't allow outside food or drink. That's just, in my opinion, the goers being a little entitled. Um... staff was apparently telling uh, partygoers or uh, uh, attendees that they could go to the meet and greet area early. Um, and then they were kicking people out. Because uh, there were people apparently pretending to be Twitch staff. Hmm. Um, somebody stole... A YouTube or a uh, a a Minecraft creators water bottle
0: <laughs> I mean, and
1: and and tweeted it out and and I don't I don't understand that one
0: I guess it's just say oh they no one's really paying attention at, it at all so it's like the potential like oh yeah someone could have potentially taken that bottle spiked it with something then put it back with no one noticing
1: um there were people trying to trample people in wheelchairs to get into the into a panel uh security wasn't doing anything um goers had to yell at twitch staff to uh, let people with wheelchairs in
2: mm-hmm
1: Uh, a lot of attendees were made super duper uncomfortable. Uh, their personal they felt like their their personal safety was in danger. Um, people with medical conditions had to leave. Lines because waiting in, in long lines for a long period of, of time made their medical conditions bad. And then, um, but obviously, like, I'm, I'm sure they had somebody, like, save their place in line or whatever. Um, but, yeah, so they had their medical conditions flare up, and then the staff was very rude to them because they literally couldn't breathe, so they had to step out came back and the staff essentially chastised them Mm -hmm. Um, people in the meet and greet line had been in the line since 4 in the morning Uh, security was given wrong information so people that had waited since 4am and were at the start of the line got pushed to the back because of the security team Yeah. Um. Yeah, a lot of people saying that uh, Twitch staff was treating disabled patrons poorly. Uh. Apparently, the Dream SMP panel re- went really poorly. And, uh, so Dream and his entire fucking cast of degenerates um said that 80% of TwitchCon was there just to see them mm. but when they were leaving and they're recording that and somebody's recording them leave there's like nobody <laughs> yeah <laughs> um although somebody in a wheelchair was being pushed around um people were be- people were allegedly passing out and everybody was uh, squished together sardine style apparently Uh, uh twitch staff apparently knocked a disabled a disabled person over so hard that they stumbled
0: mm. um oh,
1: my gosh. oh they got pushed over but if the the dude had pushed over their friend they would have likely been re- really really injured okay Uh, On the 9th, people were like, oh, shit, today uh, TwitchCon was better. Um, There was only one exit, though. Well, there were multiple exits, but people were only being let out through one exit.
2: In the theater. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Inzy and Crumb's... I believe it was like either one or both i know one of them used all pronouns and then i think the other one was a yeah she, i'm pretty they. sure it was amy
0: there uh-huh AMC, yeah yeah, Aimzy, I yeah i think crumbs they use she they
2: was, yeah i think crumbs was she they if i'm remembering this correctly uh oh no aim to use I...
0: all and then crumb uses she they uh, and then like yeah. twitch mods were like deleting comments that of people well, saying, that, hey, you're misgendered. Which them. one's
1: crumb? Because I only see Amesley, Cup Toast, and Captain Puffy.
0: I think it's one of the ones off screen.
1: Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, I. I understand, like, that they wanted to use, like, one set of pronouns, but in the case of Amesley, I would have just put, like, all pronouns, you know?
0: Mm hmm.
1: Like, keep it simple. I would just put, like, all, you know? Like, it, like. Sure, she, she, her is included in all pronouns, but I, I, I'm sure. Uh, they would rather have people know that they go by all pronouns. Yeah. Um, yeah. Streamers were heavily misgendered, and a lot of Twitch's, um, staff and whatnot that are like transphobic, uh, basically added themselves. Uh, like. Staff and staff and like, I guess, supporters who are transphobic, basically all out of themselves on, on social medias. Um, uh, medical staff was lying to people with special needs as face. Uh, TSA apparently wouldn't let this person bring on their uh, their nebulizer, which I, uh, I'm not entirely sure what it's for, but uh, I'm sure it was something needed for some kind of medical treatment. And Twitch to- uh, Twitch's medical staff told them, yeah, you'll get your nebulizer treatment. And uh, then they showed up later in the day, and staff was like, no, nah, you're not going <laughs> to get shit. Uh, a, uh, Adriana uh, Chechik uh, posted that um, they broke their back in two places, uh, had to put a meter rod in it for support. S- uh, somebody was walking around in a in a t-shirt that they had printed where Dream is fucking one of their friends in the butt. Yeah,
0: which is you know inappropriate for that. Because I'm pretty sure Dream is, like, what, 17?
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, Call Me Carson showed up on the last yep. day. And was just casually fucking walking around. Even though he's confirmed, like... Oh, he was confirmed? It's like a mini lad showed up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um... Oh, uh, okay, so here's what I, I was talking about earlier. Uh, Sykuno got kicked out. Hmm. Um even though his line was shorter than the one for Dream SMP's panel. So I think it was just Twitch going like, oh, you don't make us enough money, and your line is like... Um... Carson was found appearing at TwitchCon. Multiple people went up to him and claimed he seemed very stressed when noticed. Um... Uh, even though he chose to show up and show his face, he supposedly got uh, better treatment than Saikuno did. Uh, Saikuno got kicked out. Um. So, uh, people were speculating that it was possibly due to Saikuno not being a white person. Mm-hmm. But that's, that is very clearly just speculation, and I don't want to outright say like oh this person is clearly that th- like twitch staff is clearly racist because i don't i don't know if that's the case i don't think that's the case i think it was just the people that were showing up a- and seeing call me carson probably were not like wanting to stick around carson
0: i mean who would
1: <laughs> yeah literally Fucking is lit like it's not even speculation, he is like a confirmed pedophile. Um, Yeah, Twitch didn't pad the uh, foam pit properly. Uh, There's another deleted tweet. Oh, another um, group of, another group of people being like, oh my god, why would you fucking, um, so they cut off power to the escalators and wouldn't let people use the stairs. Uh, So disabled people literally could not get upstairs and a staff grabbed somebody's wheelchair and turned them around. Uh, There were unsafe mobs because there was no proper queue. Uh, Panels not held in appropriately sized convention halls. Uh, Not having the correct pronouns for CCs on said panels. A streamer breaking her back. Sykuno was not kicked out of TwitchCon. He was simply asked to leave a confined space in the meet and greet area. So he couldn't even have his meet and greet in the meet and greet hall.
2: Yes, this con.
1: So they let fans go to content creators hotels.
2: Yeah, that's bad. That's just asking for trouble.
1: Apparently Call Me Carson was invited.
2: Ugh, Jesus. A staff? Oh my god. Oh my god.
1: Oh, another person dislocated their knee in the foam pit?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the amount of injuries there, it's like... the Twitch and TwitchCon... They kind of deserve to be sued for that, for the amount of injuries. Just the know, thing is, though, I think it's gonna be
0: hard mode. for people to sue, because like, uh, when they enter the pit, they have to sign, like, a, a waiver thing.
1: Um, oh, so uh, this this person on Twitter, Lewdwife, ttv, uh, is their at, posted that they were sexually assaulted by one of Twitch's community members. Which I believe is, like, their... I believe the community members is, uh, their group of, like, mods for chats and whatnot. Um, uh, sexually assaulted her, or, or them, what are their pronouns? She, her, yeah, assaulted, sexually assaulted her, and, uh, she, she posted a twit longer. I'm not gonna read it, but, um, if, if you're listening to this, go and, and read her twit longer, and maybe show her some love. Mm Mm-hmm. This is fucking crazy. Like, how the fuck does this all happen? It's like DashCon <laughs> or Rainforest. I would argue that this is worse than Rainforest. Yeah, probably. Just, um,
0: just without I'd, I'd say was.
2: Rainforest actually still ends up being worse, since there was actual damages to the hotels mm. because of those. Yeah. People there from the con.
1: Um, people were camping in front of bathrooms and hotels to bombard content creators. Um, a guy who was nearly blackout drunk kept trying to to hit on one of the attendees um in, in the middle of a concert started grinding on said attendee um to the point where they were being completely harassed had to had to change spots with their partner uh drinks were being spiked Yeah, p- uh, people had been spiking drinks. Um Twitch started da- like to try to damage control by posting like pictures shitty of memes. Yeah, start- started posting like shitty shitty memes.
2: Yeah. like following the trends pretty much too
1: um but
2: they weren't even good memes let's be honest they weren't
1: Alpha Rat apparently contracted a kidney infection i don't know if that's true i i'll have to look into that but because i think this is just a thread of like people they follow like posting shit because somebody like because in in one of these like it's just like oh minx was there and she's problematic like um uh streamers started catching covid which honestly like you should you should have took safety precautions mm-hmm. if you're going to a huge yeah. event
2: most likely yeah
1: um ju- more examples of people getting denied because of their disabilities Um, uh, Twitch moderators were banning and deleting comments from anybody who tried to, uh, correct Amesy's pronouns.
2: Mm. And Crumbs, too.
1: And Crumbs, yeah. Uh,
2: Crumbs was also, um, Cup Toast from one of the earlier, uh, screenshots there.
1: Okay, uh, yeah, so, like, all these people got timed out for ten minutes... Um, people were fainting because lines weren't organized. Uh, a deaf, possibly deaf person, um, because, like, I'm just kind of going off of the fact that they got Uh, Sign languages Like they um, Interacted in In American sign language Mm. Um, Said that Somebody signed To them uh, That they were They were beautiful And then like Immediately like Grabbed her waist So just numerous Like counts of like Possible Sexual assault Mm Mm-hmm Somebody posted a picture of Call Me Carson.
0: Yeah, being there. Just being, like,
1: proof that he was there. And there's more. There is... We're on, like, tweet number 63, and I'm sure it's still going. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: It goes on forever, lordy.
1: people were getting pickpocketed another streamer broke something in the in the pit Uh, appar- Apparently, Hassan Piker was harassed.
0: People selling stolen art.
1: Yeah. So. Uh... Yeah, stolen art. Um. They asked Crumb to take off their like helmet thing that they wear for like their privacy. Uh, there was like a mother that attended who every so often would have to use the mother's room, and nobody would tell them where it was. Oh, yeah, and then staff were
0: using the uh, the mother's room as just a fucking break room.
1: Yeah. Uh, Crumb tweeted, I was not able to wear my box on the third day of the TwitchCon. The first and second days went well, and on the second day I was told if I wore it again, they would take away my pass and remove them from the convention. Is it them? I think it's them, right?
2: Hmm. Yeah, I do believe that is their Twitter.
1: they uh oh so a lot of the um like tweets that were deleted were people saying like oh the accessibility line got closed they were closing the accessibility lines but yeah this whole thing is fucked i think we went like an like i think we've been talking about an hour just on twitchcon
0: Maybe 45 minutes.
1: Yeah, I think it's closer to like 40, 45 hours. minutes. But yeah. ho- holy fucking shit, this was a shit show. Mm hmm. Yeah. Like, it is,
2: it is up there now as one of the most infamous cons that have ever existed.
1: Yeah. Um. Uh, I, I guess we could move on to the TJ Miller thing. Yeah, sure.
0: I I don't really know much about it. It's just like, I know he said that he didn't want to work with um, with Ryan Reynolds again because apparently, you know, he was mistreated while the filming was taking place. But I mean, I'm disinclined to believe TJ Miller about really anything.
1: Right. Um, well, so I, I looked it up now, and apparently they uh, T.J. Miller's claiming they made up.
0: Hmm. How about that?
1: I know. So, so convenient.
0: Yeah, try, try, tried to make a stink over it, and when no one believed him, he was like, oh, no, it's fine. We're, we're, we're cool now.
1: <laughs> so Entertainment Weekly post uh, made a, a post. Uh, Deadpool actor T.J. Miller says he'll never work with Ryan Reynolds again. Quote-unquote, it's weird that he hates me. Um. So, essentially, TJ Miller, who I'm not fond of because he's a very, very racist guy. Just an overall, like, piece of shit, you know? Mm. Uh, so TJ Miller said that Ryan Reynolds was mean to him. Um. said that he thought that his former co-star hates him and recalled the time when Reynolds allegedly requested another take to belittle T.J. Miller in front of the cast. T.J. Miller said he was horrifically mean to me, but to me, as if I'm Weasel. He was like, you know what's great about you, Weasel? You're not the star... But you do just enough exposition that it's funny, and then we can leave and get back to the real movie. Miller said the jab took him by surprise. I I just kind of listened and thought it was weird. But then I got off stage because they were like cut, he said, adding that the crew seemed uncomfortable after the scene too. Uh, He said he wouldn't work with him again. Uh, I wish him well because he's great at being Deadpool, but I think it's weird that he hates me.
0: Hmm. Yeah. It's very, very strange.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not something that we can talk a lot about other than... Just that it fucking happened, and I, like, I, I think it's such a weird fucking thing. Uh, yeah. T.J. Miller is not a good actor by any means. No. And he's like, oh, why does Ryan Reynolds hate me? I think it's funny, but, um, Insider.com posted today that T.J. Miller says Ryan Reynolds emailed him after he said the Deadpool star was horrifically mean on set. Uh, he's, he claims Ryan Reynolds emailed him. Uh, they hashed it out pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, it's almost as if, you know, he should have just had a conversation with Ryan Reynolds before going to the fucking press. And
1: I, I know, Trying right? to
0: give a bunch of bad press to Ryan Reynolds.
1: Um, honest, Seems like a
0: dick move.
1: Yeah. I, no, I, I think it was just because he hasn't... He, he doesn't do anything that he had to be like, Ryan Reynolds hates me. Am I in the news again? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Can I so be he, he did an interview on Sirius XM uh, where it was titled, TJ Miller makes up with Ryan Reynolds. And then there was a two minute clip where TJ Miller says that he's heard from Ryan Reynolds via email. They emailed each other and apparently it's fine now. Hmm. It, it literally just does seem like TJ Miller was like I'm gonna get free publicity from this guy that is super duper famous and Ryan Reynolds emailed him like was I really mean to you? And TJ Miller was like Nah fam, we're good. <laughs> figures. <laughs> yeah. He also claims that he gave a lot of compliments to ryan reynolds in that interview that he called ryan mean hmm. like, yeah, maybe like it was that, like a
0: thing I mean, where like oh it yeah was <laughs> some context.
1: later later on in the post he's like um like ryan reynolds emailed him and was like hey i heard you were upset about me being mean to you and tj miller literally just said i'm not <laughs> yeah fucking christ dude Lloyd.
2: It's like make up your mind Or at least be honest
1: Yeah uh, And then he also uh, He also did not get asked to return For Deadpool 3
2: Works for me at least we get in Hugh Jackman. As yeah. The
1: well, because TJ Miller's also been removed from How to Train Your Dragon because he sexually <laughs> assaulted somebody.
0: I forget what character he even played.
1: I don't. I don't remember.
2: I actually had to... It was actually double-checking his roles. He played one of the twins.
0: Oh. Played the, the guy twin. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, we still have like an hour that we need to like fill unless you guys just want to end it there. I, mean, I think it's a
0: this thing it's a good length. Like we've been going for like yeah. what? 3 hours? 2 almost? hours. 2, Two hours. hours. That's a yeah. that's fine yeah. for like a for, like a little introductory one. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is. Cuz like I I can't think of anything
1: else to talk about right now. <sighs> yeah, me neither. I mean, this week has been like super uneventful with things other than TwitchCon and Mm. TwitchCon, Hellraiser, and Overwatch coming out.
2: Mhm. Yeah.
1: Um. And then uh, obviously talking about why we would even want to start a podcast in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I think that was that was solid.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, uh, I want to make a version of like Soaps. Fugi, where it's, like, uh, transparent, so you just don't have the box around it.
0: Hmm. Oh, yeah, it's super easy Uh, to do.
1: For, like, the YouTube version of the podcast.
2: Um, (sighs) Hmm. I think I might be able to give at least one of the PNGs I have. Mm Mm-hmm. It is, like, of the art that Buns did, too. Well,
1: you should just be able to send me, like, your profile picture, and I should be able to just photoshop the Ah. background out is what i'm saying Uh, okay um but but yeah i mean if if uh anybody ever has suggestions for things we could talk about feel free to put them in the in in the comments i think uh oh one more thing about the twitchcon thing um my friend uh my friend got mugged on the last day yeah Oh dear. Um.
2: Oh yeah, I know the one.
1: Uh. Um, Isabella Electrum. Yeah. Got mugged.
2: Like, right outside the con, too. Like, what was it? Not even like 50 feet. Or what was it? Not even like 100 or 200 feet away from the con, too.
1: Uh huh. Um. Oh, so the whole um, thing with the foam pit. There's a clip where uh, she's screaming out for the for a medic, mm-hmm. and the announcer just goes, "She's fine."
0: No, she's fine. Don't worry about it.
2: Oh, it looks like she just wants to stay in the pit for a little bit longer.
1: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I can't find the the tweet where Isabella talks about getting mugged. But that was another thing that happened at TwitchCon. Yeah,
2: it's possible she deleted it. I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean it is possible, but she also tweets like a million
0: <laughs> times uh, yeah. a day. It's a
1: little hard to keep up with. I I, I love her. To, I, I yeah she's great i love her but holy shit, she tweets a lot
2: (laughs) oh no i think you actually just scrolled past it did i yeah hold on i'll just send you a link because you know i just searched for this well just
1: as long as you're confirming that it was there Oh, uh, warning, be, be fucking careful leaving TwitchCon across from the train tracks. The guys pretending they are a band are muggers. I was just mugged $150, be careful.
2: Mm. hmm
1: I think I did just scroll past it. Yeah,
2: October 9th.
1: Yeah. It, it's hard to go through so many tweets.
2: Yeah, because as you said, she... I kinda so wish there was a way to
1: that. filter out like retweets. I could control F it, I think, but
2: Oh yeah, and then you could just like search for the exact words like Twitch con.
1: Mug Kong mug. Yeah. I could have, but like holy shit, there's so <laughs> many tweets. Fine. I literally couldn't find it. Um again, I I, I love her, but so many um, I think next episode, I I want Oh, there it is. Yeah, I, I just scrolled past it. Um, I think next episode we should interview Buns. Mhm. Yeah. Hopefully Lee will be uh joining us as well. Uh, our mm-hmm. other, our our third, or well, our other co-host. Hopefully, They will be joining us. Mhm. Um, and and yeah, I'm hoping to do an interview with my friend Apocalyptic Bunny hmm um, I have some people I think I would like to interview that I, I need to ask if they would like to be on, but I, I think next week we're gonna interview buns. I just need to reach out to them and and, and plan that
2: mm-hmm.
1: but she should be because I, 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 I think I, I had pitched it to her before. So, I think next week we're gonna be interviewing buns talking about how they became a vtuber and uh yeah how they started and everything and and talk about their streaming career but uh yeah that's the that's the first episode of the podcast. I don't know how to end a fucking podcast <laughs> it just ends, yeah, I think I'm just gonna end it, yeah. Thank you guys Thanks. so much for, for, listening. For, listening for listening to this. Uh, I hope it doesn't suck, but if it does, <laughs> too bad. Uh, we'll get better. Uh, I don't know if we will.
2: Uh, if you enjoyed it, you can tune in next week.
1: Yeah. And follow me on Twitter, and, and Twitch, and YouTube. And, yeah. and just. All those things. Yes. <laughs> and, and sub to my Patreon. You get early access. Mm hmm. I'm also gay so Hey, me too. I mean that goes without saying <laughs> Hey <laughs> um, But yeah I think I'm just gonna click the stop recording Button and that will be the end of Episode 1 of this podcast That's nice. probably An I'm incoherent mess <laughs> And I'm not gonna listen to it But I will cut out the Smasher Pass part Oh yeah At least for the YouTube release and maybe this little ending bit. No, nah, maybe, this... maybe,
0: maybe maybe just do a little fade out.
1: This has to stay. Uh, all right, all right. Now it's ending. Well, because that's part of the podcast experience—is like when they're like trailing too long. I guess so. Yeah. Yep. Goodbye. Bye.